and welcome to Pastors at Home, a chat with your pastors about living for Jesus when we can't meet up in real life. One take, unfiltered, lo-fi. Today I have the lovely Liana Hunt. Hello. And Jeffrey Hunt. Hello. You said your whole name, Jeffrey Andrew Hunt there, but I didn't want you to feel like you're in trouble. Or give people a chance to steal my identity. That too. We want to keep that <laughs> under wraps. <laughs> and access your fortune. <laughs> Do not tell them the name of my first cat. <laughs> we better not make sure better make sure we don't do our like favourite pets episode because then <laughs> all will be revealed. I know that that's not true because you have some sort of special password protector. It's me who's in danger. That's true. <laughs> if we crack your one password, we're really okay. In your enough, whole enough, life. enough. Okay. I don't yep. want to give it all away. <laughs> Look, today we're not talking about passwords. We're not talking about security. We are talking about influencers. Ooh. I know. Did that sound like I built it up a little bit? No. Oh, I tried to. I already <laughs> knew the topic. <laughs> No, we're going to talk about influencers mm-hmm. or um, being influenced mm-hmm. and in maybe not in the way that we talk about influencers, you know, at the moment, but in your Christian life, in mm-hmm. your Christian walk, have there been any people that have influenced you and encouraged you to know and love Jesus? Yes. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Could you tell us about some of them, please, Liana? <laughs> kind of like the power verses. Instead of the the verse that has been influential, like have there been any people who have met you at significant points in your life and been influential in you following the Lord? And this is listener request. Listener request. I forgot. Yes, it is. We we said give us some topics and you did. So thank you. Shout out to... Simon Harris. Oh, shout out, Simon. Hi, Simo. Uh, So who's going first? You start, Uh, yes. (laughs) Okay. Um, I will start. I'll start. I'll start. Uh, Simo sent me this text last week, so I really should have thought about it (coughs) Um, more than now. Influences. Well, I actually, mine's quite easy, um, I think, because one of the most influential people um, in my life was my first pastor, the the first church I went to. Mm -hmm. So when I was uh, 18, 19... I was living in Newcastle. I just moved there from the country. And I started going to a church for the first time, kind of dragged along uh, with my sister. And I, I thought church was a bit strange. Mm-hmm. I'd just become a Christian, but the yeah. whole concept of church was still a bit strange. And what it looked like to be a Christian was real fuzzy to me. And so my first pastor, like, he had a really blank slate to work with, um, <laughs> which in one sense could be really good, but also... Yeah. Blank slate that comes with all this kind of worldly baggage. <laughs> so Not completely blank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he really influenced me because he, he did one of the most important and most valuable things. He taught me how to read the Bible. Mm. And so he taught me how to read the Bible in that he preached clearly and truthfully each week. So I would rock up. We'd open our Bibles. I'd look around and after the Bible reading, everyone would be sitting there with their Bibles on their laps, paying attention to what the yeah. preacher was saying. It was so strange. What were you doing? I was sitting there kind of confused. Yep. Um, and these weren't short talks. This okay. is My first pastor There's was no Greg Lee. Greg Lee is not listening to this podcast <laughs> 100%. <laughs> 
<laughs> Shout out, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> but Greg, if you are, thank you. Um, but uh, yeah, no, he 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 really preached it, and uh, I was, I yeah, look. I was interested, but there was a lot to take in. Yeah. There was a lot to take in. But he taught me how to read the Bible because ev- he would he would show us from the text what Jesus was saying and show us why. Mm-hmm. And he kept doing that thing, like some other preacher I know, Jeff Hunt, would say, you know, oh, look, you see it there in verse 6. And so automatically you'd look down at verse 6 and go, oh, yeah, you do see that there mm-hmm. in verse 6. Oh, that, that is what it's saying. And so this is the first time I'd ever encountered kind of yeah. actual... You know, not just a little homily about an idea of God, but actually how to read the Bible. Mm. Um, And then Greg also was my first Bible study leader. And I was that (coughs) person. I just thought Bible study was just chatting. And I'm up for chatting, so I'll go over to someone's (laughs) house and have a chat. And (laughs) Did you say chats over tea? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. With a group of people. But then we get there. It has Bible study in the name. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know We all know that means You nothing. really think I should have tweaked, right? <laughs> Seriously We show up and then all those same Christians from Sunday Have their Bibles open on their laps again And care about what it says again Oh dear um, And you know, Greg would ask a question And I would just think Oh, well, what do I think about that? <laughs> and he would gently and lovingly be like Oh, okay, where do we see that? in, Or how do we see Jesus saying that in this passage? And so mm. Yeah, that, that process was feel? amazing you know what I mean? To be the person in the group who was kind of drawing just ideas and not realising that you weren't following kind of the, the group <laughs> methodology. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, totally. Well, were you happy? Because it could have gone two ways, right? Yeah. There, there were some times where I felt like everyone else had this secret knowledge mm. that I didn't have. Um, but Greg was also so loving. He would be like, you know, you're a Christian and you've got the Holy Spirit and you've got God's word. That's all you need to yep. know God. And so we read it, we ask for God's help to understand it and for God's help to change us. And he would just say that again and again. Yeah. Because I just kept thinking, you know, where's this secret knowledge? How do Mm. I get it? And then he just would tell Mm. me again and again, this is the secret knowledge that you have Mm. (laughs) that you can get from God. So, um, And that's the great thing about Bible study group and when someone comes in who hasn't read the Bible before, is it's the great equaliser. Yeah. Because don't you think when you have a group of old Christians or who've been Christian for a while, mm. you start drawing on, instead of your own ideas, you start drawing on your Bible-ish ideas and not really looking yeah. in the passage to learn something just to kind of regurgitate ideas that you've already got. So I think it's awesome when... You know, someone like you then, or anyone comes into the group, and you have to keep saying, "Actually, With brand we're new, fresh back. eyes." Yeah, mm. yeah. Let's and hopefully, hopefully, like I think my Bible study group, that very first group I'm remembering in my yeah. brain, um, were really kind to me. They mm. must have been, because a lot of them have been Christians for a lot longer mm. than I had. Um, but in Bible groups. Bible study groups that I am, like you just said, you know, mm. someone who's f- comes with fresh eyes yeah. and just asks those really simple Love but that. important questions. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I want it's them the in best, my group. Yeah. Best group. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully I wasn't just annoying. I was that little, helpful. He- little dose of helpful as well yeah. for them. Oh, I couldn't imagine how you could have been anything but <laughs> joy and helpfulness. I'm not even being, I'm not being sarcastic. Yeah. I can't imagine. You know what uh, I like to do? This is a peek behind the curtain for uni churches listening in. But like if it is someone who's been a Christian for a long time and they're in a Bible study and there's a question mm-hmm. and they answer the question and clearly they've got it from the text, 
um, right in front of them and they're paying close attention. That's a great answer. I like to still say, oh, is that what the text says? Jeff, <laughs> <laughs> that's so mean. Just to know, just to like remind everyone, no, this is like, everyone can find this I feel like that's a power out. move. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. He's just revealed it to the yeah, world. Yeah, well, Cal's gone. <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah. And there's a, yep, that is. Oh, uh, yeah. Just okay. keeping you on your toes. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yes, it's verse 11. So that, so okay. Greg Lee, yep. uh, my first pastor, my first Bible study mm-hmm. leader, um, and that group that yep. I was in in the Bible study have been highly influential mm-hmm. because transferring from the influence that Greg had, hanging out with that group in that Bible study and realising that they cared about what God thought and what the Bible said in their lives day Mm. to day. It wasn't just on Sunday that they opened their Bibles and they wanted to talk about God and live for God, but actually it was during the week. And it was the times that they had me over dinner and the times we went to the beach, the when we played sport. Actually, they still cared about what God thought then Mm. and the way that they loved each other and loved me. That was hugely influential. I feel like I got this beautiful opportunity to see, to see the gospel in action through lived out through the lives of those that first Bible study group, mm-hmm. and um, to be figure out how to understand the Bible and to know God um, and to see it not only in His Word but in people. That was hugely influential to mm. me. Brilliant. Praise so God for bringing. Yeah, thanks them God for taking or bringing you, you to that church and. Yeah. yeah, this was it was a uni church, yeah. by the way. Yeah. It was like your Novocastrian face. Yeah, <laughs> it was. But shout out to uh, anyone who's in a hub group. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. turning up to hub each week and being engaged yeah. in the study mm-hmm. and loving your group yeah. has an impact Lifelong like that. Influencer. Yeah. yeah. Hugely. Hugely. Yeah, that's yeah. So and cool. if you're rocking up and you feel like you don't really know what's going on and people have secret knowledge, mm. then um, be assured that if you're a Christian, that you have God's mm. word and you have God's spirit to help him. And you've got the family of God to yeah. help you as well. And actually by asking the simple questions or by trying to understand actually the words on the page, you're being really helpful to all the other people who might feel like they've got secret knowledge but have forgotten that. Actually, it's God who gives you the understanding through his word. And I only do my power move on like really long-term uni <laughs> churches. <laughs> I thought you were going to say long-term Christians and point to Liana. <laughs> I only do my power move on you. <laughs> no. No. You're helping them remind them yes. of the truth. Yeah. What about you guys? What about... Well, I'm going to jump in because I think when I, I have kind of two people who are my single... Like your Greg your, Lee, your Greg. your Greg Lee is two people in my life, mm. almost in a kind of very. Was similar it your pastor and Bible study leader? No, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but no and yes. So, the backstory is that I became a Christian at high school, kind of towards the end of high school, um, but kind of muddled along through my year twelve, um, not really knowing how I was meant to be a Christian, just knowing that I was a Christian. Um, I had found I'd become a Christian through a friend's kind of highly kind of event-driven, charismatic uh, youth group rally um, mm. of the time. If you can transport yourself back to the... To the mid-90s. To the mid-90s. Yep. Um, Skateboards and fireworks. Yeah. 
<laughs> smoke machines everywhere. Well, like I said, and being a Christian was way more fun back then. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> but the fashion, amazingly, the same as today. <laughs> so, um, but I kind of had no grounding other than like growing up in Sunday school. I had no kind of like grown up interaction with the Bible or even just thinking about how you live as a Christian. And so coming hitting uni um, and getting involved in the Christian union was that kind of moment for me. So I went went along to the Christian union and the... Dragged along. Uh, Forced to go to Kickstart I by was, your friend's sister. Yeah, I was... Um, a friend kind of insisted that I come along to this thing. I was kind of up for it. Yeah. I didn't not want to be there, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have been there without shout out Matt Kirby. Um, so, but hearing Tim Thorburn preach from the Bible, I was like, boom, just like what on earth is going on here? I'd never heard anyone kind of preach through kind of even just systematically through a single book, mm-hmm. even just that idea that a single book of the Bible was coherent in and of itself, was new because I had grown up in a church that preached the lectionary. So you got Matthew and then Zechariah and then, and each. Which was an order, but yeah, (laughs) you don't, you can't decipher the order. No, I, and kind of growing up. If you're not let in on that, yeah. Yeah, it made no sense. And because of that, it all felt kind of like thought of the day-ish, which, yeah, yeah. and so, yeah, to, to have that kind of systematic preaching of the Bible was um, amazing and super influential. And suddenly, like God in his kindness kind of clicked it together for me almost upon hearing it because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is how you grow as a Christian. You, oh, the Bible is so that you know what you believe and then you know how to live it out. It's just like, yeah. ah, that's where it is. I've I'd kind of been looking for it. Like, where do I find out how to be a Christian? Like, I'm... I heard about yeah. Jesus at Israeli and that was fantastic, but what do I do now? Yeah. And suddenly there was this whole world in which that was there mm. and that the systematic teaching of the Bible was where you would find all that and really cement what it was that we that I believed about Jesus and how to live for him. So that was kind of the kind of how to read the Bible and how to understand the place of the Bible and that was hugely influential mm. for me in first year. And then my first year small group leader was Rory Shiner. Um, so shout out Rory. And <laughs> I assume Tim and Rory are not listening ever. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but Sorry, I think that was my phone. That was Rory just texting <laughs> saying, no worries, Jeff. <laughs> You're my favourite first, first that, year. <laughs> that first year Bible study was wild. <laughs> was, they always are. It was so off the charts. I, can, I just remember just being, what is going on here? Because Rory and there was, so the person who led with Rory was a kind of senior student of the Christian Union at the time. And I think she was kind of more creative and disorganized than Rory was. Okay. This is the... <laughs> This is mind-blowing in itself. <laughs> it was nuts. And <laughs> Rory's I'm trying to think about who that could have been. You'll have to tell me later. <laughs> yeah. So, and I just remember the group, like, there's the, the kind of Bible study experience where it's very structured, like this question, mm-hmm. this question, then yeah. this question. And that's good. And, and some people like, these points. you really thrive on that. Yeah. And that's Rory's was like, let's read group. this and let's just dig in. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> 
was like every study was just like throw the study out the window and just and probably I'm overstating it, right? But my memory of it was just this unhinged. You were like, a first year engineering student as dig well. Dig into the Bible type experience. <laughs> probably and, was. Yeah, and I loved it. I was like, ah, oh, it just felt very liberating. Yeah. And you, so growing up, like yeah. I was oh, yeah. this kind of coming out of high school into first year, mm. and suddenly I was like getting let loose. On this reading the Bible text. without questions, yeah, like without a safety net, oh, just no. like digging into it. And as long as you kind of mm. pursued the passage and asked kind of fascinating questions about it, then yeah, and believe that God would be speaking to us from it, mm. then and every week felt live and just intoxicating. Okay, so anyone who's ever been in Jeff's hub group <laughs> with me, I think we've now just learnt something about why. Either Jeff never hands out the paper with the questions on it or never seems to stick to it. I write the studies and I still throw them at <laughs> So there you go, everyone. That's uh, now we know why. I'm just chasing that. It was his formative experience. experiences <laughs> that led him there. He's been shaped and influenced. Mm. Yeah, yep. influenced. But how amazing is you. that? Because I, I feel like, and we talk about this some, a lot actually, of like just being curious about the Bible, mm. like actually being a, being a learner, being mm. a disciple of Jesus means that we're learners of Jesus. Mm. And so we want to come to the Bible again and again and be curious and to yep. learn about who Jesus is. And, and being attentive to what the Bible is interested in. Yeah. You know, being like asking the questions that come out of the text, not always the questions that come out of our life experience now. Yeah. 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 Mm. So in part, like just to as to kind of dial back around to Rory being the influencer there, um, like in part it was his personality and just kind of like approach, some mm. of which was probably great and well planned and some of which was just <laughs> less well planned. But um also just his uh, confidence in God's word to be the authority and um, just that eagerness to to share the mm. joy of it with others um, was the thing that I think I really took away from that yeah. that group mm. and really gave me kind of a passion for discovering the Bible for myself and helping other people to do it, like being part of a group that wanted mm. to do that. Mm. And that was my first kind of serious Bible study experience. Yeah. It's amazing how clearly you remember it, hey. Well, it'd be fascinating to kind of like have, to watch a video of it. Like, was it anything (laughs) like that? It would be unwatchable. It's like, uh, you can't watch yourself in the past. Even our wedding video, I can't watch it. It's just like, (laughs) please don't. (laughs) But how you remember it is obviously how you felt. Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of formation that has stuck with you. Yeah. 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 What about you, Liana? Do you um, have a yeah? Well, an I have influence? something on a similar theme. So, well, this is a couple, two very influential people in my life. When I was in high school, the youth group leaders at our church were a couple called Matt and Rachel Brain. And you got a shout out. Shout out, <laughs> Matt and Rachel Brain, <laughs> best youth leaders that ever walked the planet, I do believe. Um, and. At the time, so yeah, I guess it's exactly this, like similar to Ezra's experience of the Bible and the people. Um, at the time, I think Matt was working with some friends on a Bible overview course. And so he basically used our youth group Bible study as 
guinea pigs. Excellent. And so what all good teachers do when they write the material. And so basically we had a phase, a pretty long phase, where every (laughs) week (laughs) we would cluster in one of the little annex back rooms, think Wombat's room but fibro, um, at St Peter's Anglican Church, Wanneroo. Shout out Maury family. Um, Under the blazing sun. Under the blazing (laughs) Wanneroo sun. Uh, No aircon, by the way. Um, and we would open our Bibles and that would pull out the coma sheets, which is stands for, if you've done Bible overview, you'll know coma stands context. for context, observation, meaning and application. And we would basically just work through those sheets. And like Matt would obviously have prepared and come up with some, you know, subsidiary questions to help us on our way. But I guess it was, you know, I had, I was very blessed to be brought up in a very kind of Bible rich family and church experiences so that was great but it was really that experience of being allowed to try and do it for myself and also given the tools that I could use to then read the bible for myself because what we found was that yeah that's really what you need to do like just this process of looking what's the context of these verses like what's going on around it what do I notice about them what's happening in the text what does this mean like how does this tell me What's the meaning of this text? What's God saying to us? And then how do I apply it to us today? And we just did that every week, week in, week out. And it was kind of like probably a bit boring, but it was so exciting because, Mm. you know, just that synergy that you get with a group when you're working on the Bible together and discovering something together. And because we're all teenagers, like we were literally discovering things (laughs) for the first time. You know, we'd never read that passage on our own before. So it was just that joy of discovering something together every week um and yeah i think that has deeply influenced me like that's really just the only cut liana and she'll bleed bible over <clears throat> you now that's literally all i do <laughs> is coma like yeah. <laughs> sorry to anyone who's ever met with me to read the bible now everyone's thinking oh it's didn't make up coma yeah. <laughs> i'm using that all the time <laughs> Um, But alongside that, uh, they were just really sacrificially loving to us. Like, I would say we're a motley bunch (laughs) of teenagers. There were some interesting interesting characters um, and some unsavoury characters at times maybe. Um, Yeah, like not just kids from Christian families but kids from lots of different backgrounds. But they loved us, you know, as a group. They would invite us over to their house. They would have movie nights with us. I'm pretty sure we had a youth group sleepover. I don't think you can do that stuff anymore. But like, <laughs> they were like a young newly married couple inviting the whole youth group for a sleepover on a weekend, which I think is <laughs> pretty big deal. And, you know, Rachel it's would amazing. meet up with us one-to-one. You know, it was... They gave time to you. They gave us time. They gave us love. And you never felt with them that they were making a sacrifice. or like It always yeah. felt like they were enjoying you and their time with you. Yeah. Probably wasn't true. Um, but it does show the power of the influence yeah. of Christians who yes. aren't your parents. Yeah. Parents, yeah. hugely influential, mm. important yeah. people in your life. But then when you get to that age where you're like, oh, there's people other than outside of my family yeah. that also love Jesus yeah. and they also love me and want me to yeah. love Jesus. Yeah, it was it's just really powerful. Yeah, to be like deeply loved by someone and taught them by them how to read the Bible was amazing. Yeah. Influences big time. And I think. This is, you might have to correct my memory here, but I think I was on the scene, mm. you know. Um, Jeff's trying to get right into my influences. 
<laughs> yes, Jeff, we're married. You have influenced me, okay? I, now I do put the cutlery <laughs> knife, fork, spoon order, okay? <laughs> I gave that up long the ago. The only correct order. Um, no, I was we'll saying... a separate podcast for marriage. And kitchen went kitchens. to oh, yeah. uh, Wanneroo with you okay. on the either the Sunday or the Friday night in which mm. it was... Matt and Rachel's last night. Oh, wow. There. Whoa. I remember because I had never met them before mm. and I'd never kind of been to this church before. It was kind of like my first time huh. and I was there. Did kind of the brown carpet time. and mustard yellow chairs really strike you <laughs> really architecturally? won me over. And you thought, this is where I want my wedding. <laughs> no, the farewell <laughs> yeah. and the things that Matt and Rachel said. Yeah. I, I you were tearing, weren't I you? I was tearing up. Yeah. I was like, <gasps> <laughs> just like the, the kind it was of really emotion sad. in the room. Yeah. yeah. Um, for these people that you had never met, I but you could feel met. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So definitely. even just that, like there was such a genuine love that they shared for the the youth group that they mm. had loved and nurtured and cared for. Yeah, definitely. Influence. I also met, met um, Rachel and Matt Brain. Just uh, throwing it out there. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just to get well, yeah, I, know, I know them as well. <laughs> No, I met them when they – I remember meet them on the, the lawn of uh, uh, Bible College in Sydney and they were there with their five children oh, and yeah. their tiny twins <laughs> and when they just moved to Canberra. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it feels like a long time ago now. Mm. And those tiny twins are now like, you know, almost at the end of yeah, primary school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's amazing though, right now we're all sitting here and we're talking about what has influenced us, who has influenced us and the <laughs> the – uh, resounding things were that it influenced us to know God through his word. Um, and we're all sitting here with our Bibles on our laps, mm, which I don't true. find weird anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a calming blanket. It's it weighted. is. And um, I'm going to read now from what I think is uh, one of the verses that has stuck with me. So our Bible for today is John 13, 35. Which says, um, let's go from 34. A new commandment I give you, to love one another as I have loved you. And so you must love one another. By this all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Amen. Love one another. Jeff, do you have a hack for us? Yes. Maybe a hack for the I just did my farewell. That was my farewell line. I know. We do this out of order. (laughs) We can't forget this. I can't leave this hack another minute. Okay. I'm very excited to share this one, uh, especially I think... Jeff's very proud of this people, so no critical feedback. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think actually our listenership, this might not apply to many of them, but use the kind of theory of it. Mm -hmm. So this kind of will only work... There's a bit of a backstory. If you have... A car. An enormous car and (laughs) multiple children. (laughs) That's not true. I think it would work for any car that gets very dirty. Yes, true. So, I have been vacuuming out our car for years and it's... About once every 12 to 18 months. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like so time consuming and we don't have a garage. So, the car is out on the street and so you have to get the extension cord out and drag the vacuum cleaner all Mm. the way out there. And I know you can go through drive-through things and whatnot and then you... Spending money. No thanks. You know, church has got a little Dyson that you can just take off the wall. I've never thought of borrowing the church's Dyson. That never works. Anyway. Shh, don't do that, everyone. That is not available for public (laughs) consumption. We don't do that, people. So there was so much filth in the car the other day that I thought to myself, you know what I'm going to do? Blow a vac. I'm just going (laughs) to open the doors, get the blower, 
And I'm <laughs> this just, car is so dirty, it's like the outdoors. I, it's like, and yeah, it reminded me of when we went to the Broom Anglican Church mm. and on mission, on mission, with Woody and Tasca. Shout out those guys who were sitting in the back of the four wheel drive when Kipling spewed in the car. <laughs> the broom. So, what they do is because it's like a Kimberley town and it's always really humid they have these kind of like fold out doors so the whole kind of structure of their church building kind of becomes this outdoor kind of gazebo type thing when you open up all the sides and so before church the guy just went through with the blower and just blew out all the dust cleaned all the seats just with the blower just opened <laughs> yeah. up all the things so anyway a revelation. So i thought of that and i'm like that's it opened all the doors to the car <laughs> blower vac blew everything out all the junk and Sorry, dirt neighbors. and sand and everything and I did feel <laughs> slightly <laughs> embarrassed because there's a guy across the road, kind of a uh, tradie building a, a fence for one of our neighbours and yeah. he looked across at me and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> got the blower. But worked a treat, mm. fraction of the time, super easy, home hack. That is a true life hack right there, yeah. Jeff. So, you, but use that for everything. You if, own that. If your bedroom, if that is messy, come home from the beach and it's sandy. Blower vac. Blower vac works everywhere. Um, I think you have to use a blower vac in an environment where the dirt can go somewhere. So in your bedroom, <laughs> you're going to blow it out into the hallway and then say, hey, mum, you can just vacuum that up next time you do the hallway. Just <laughs> apply the creative reasoning uh, okay. is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Unhinged creativity. That's but what we're all about here at the Hunt House. Day at the beach, sand in your car, blow that out. Okay. This is goodbye from me. <laughs> goodbye. Stay unsandy and love one another. Mm.